It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 And let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to Souls of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo. Yo. Moo Cow Rich. Bringing the bull. Danny. What is up? Oh, look at him getting all fancy. <laughs> How's everybody that, doing? that was the end, I guess. Uh, all right, guys. Yeah. <laughs> See you next week. All right. Cool. <laughs> what do we got? How are you guys doing? Doing great, man. Uh, my Buccaneers showed their colors yesterday. I'm excited. Still 2-0 and in fantasy football. Having the most gorgeous weather day I've probably ever had. It is a good day. Now, Ladaniel, let me ask you a question. How much? Yes, sir. How much is your league? Uh, it's only it's only fifty bucks this one, but it was an auction style draft. Mm-hmm. So much different. Uh, but yeah, it's only fifty bucks. So here's my question. <laughs> Everybody got no. cigars in their damn mouths. Yeah, that wasn't a cigar. No, I was kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Drew and Cal. I'm Yo. assuming you guys don't do fantasy football. Is that correct? That would be correct. Okay. No, I I don't. But I I do I do play Dungeons and Dragons, which is just a different form of fantasy football. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. racist. Uh, you can't play that now. I, I, Why not? I would. The uh, there's there's a card in Magic: The Gathering that. Um, changes due to the race of the monster or the color of the monster's skin that you're playing against. You know that Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering are different things, right? Oh, no, I didn't. I'm not that nerdy. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Apparently you are. So no. That actually kind of leads us into podcast topic. I heard that on Joe Rogan. What? About the Magic the Gathering. Oh. Dude. Well, all right. I thought Mo was going somewhere. Yeah, I was. No, Uh, no. We can go back to fantasy football. Well, the reason I ask you guys is this. And we can talk about, I guess, the other thing, just to finish this. Danny's playing for 50 bucks a league, but there are some leagues that are considerably more money at stake, right? Yes. 50 bucks per team, so it's 500. Right. Okay, so, fine. What would it take you and Cal, Drew, you and Cal, what kind of stakes would you be like, you know what, I'm going to spend an amount of time, however long you think it would take, to learn this, and I'm going to take a stab at it. What would be worth it to you to get you to do fantasy football? You'd you'd have to pay, just pay me to do it a lot. Okay, why? Mm, one, because it's stupid. 
Mm. Two, a waste of time and right. mo- and money. Mm-hmm. I got better things to do. Okay. I'd rather play Dungeons and Dragons than fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Drew. We start on Wednesday. Roll up a character. Get ready. I, I would. Well, I would rather. You come from a state with. You come from a state with no. No real. I mean, like OU is the only thing that anybody, sports-wise, you're good at. No, I just They're not even like that. Yeah. Not even that. I just don't care. No, I get it. You're. And you, you just don't have that experience of like professional, like going to see professional games, getting involved with the hometown. I lived in Denver, Colorado for six years. That's nothing. Okay. I, <laughs> I lived in Maryland for six years. I didn't like the fucking Nats or Redskins or whatever. But I grew up in a big city, a big state, kind of ingrained in me. Danny's new microphone sucks. My what? Yeah. Your new headset or microphone sucks. I'm on my AirPods. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you might want to remedy that. (laughs) You're you're just fading in and out. Okay, so basically, Drew, you're saying that you you can't be bought. Like, you just just have no interest in it. I mean, if you're going to pay me an absurd amount of money, sure, I will. No, well, no one's going to pay you. No, you would have no. to. I mean, no, there's no way. Okay. Cow, can you be bought? Would you? Is there a price there where you'd be like, you know what, man? I'm going to learn about all of this shit, and I'm going to take some people's money. I mean, I don't think that's likely that that would actually happen is the problem. Um, oh, I'm sure God, there is. So... Sure, yes. Uh, if it was fun, that would be my answer. If there was a right. way to make it fun, I would be in. That's not my, my thought of fun, though. Yeah. So maybe, like, you know, if it's a group that gets together and you, you only do a certain amount per week, right? There's not, like, a ton of research involved, and it's just for fun, and it's just to, to kind of fuck with each other. Sure, I'm in. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. You get really excited for the draft. And it, before before you could do a draft online... Um, you would typically do an offline draft, and it was just fun. Like guys would get together, you get a bunch of chicken wings and beer, and do, do your draft. And then it's once a week that you kind of deal with it. You know? Can't can't you do? Isn't all there that always that one dude that nerdy? takes it way too seriously though? His name's Danny. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> Fuck that guy. You... The biggest the biggest pot I ever won was like thirteen hundred dollars. So well worth it. I paid like 120 bucks to get in. Yeah. Well, the reason I ask is like, I'm a big believer that people's fascination with football is that the gambling surrounding football is the easiest. So I think it actually has less to do with football than and the gambling that is associated with it. And I guess I was just informally trying to see if there would be a way to get non-football, people that are not interested in football necessarily, to do that. Because I think that's what drives a lot of people. Could be wrong. I don't, man, I don't know. 
there's a couple guys at work that do it, and it's God, they're fucking nerds. Um, I don't, dude, they're all about the football. Mm-hmm. More than more than, and I don't know what kind of money we're talking, but I think gambling does does play a part in some of that. But your your local buddies to getting together, I don't think so. They use it as a as an excuse to get together with their with their bros, and like Danny said, drink some beers, eat some chicken wings, and uh, invest in the. And their players, they feel like they're owning part of the uh, action. I see that. Yeah. But yeah, if it's just sitting around with beer and chicken wings, I- I'm in. I mean, that's what I do anyway. It just adds right. one layer. And that's what I said. You could just do that without the nerdy part. <laughs> that's pretty true. <laughs> can we can we just get beer and chicken? And not watch football? Yeah. Danny's still fucking with his headphones. I need to start. No, I'm I'm just hearing stupid shit coming through my (laughs) headphones. I have nothing to say about it. (laughs) What else are you listening to? Yeah. Well, Drew, I guess that brings us to the topic that you started to kind of go on. Do you want to? Uh, yeah. what other podcast do we listen to? Yes. Who, uh, Yogi1966 asked, what other podcast do we listen to? Drew, kick us off. Big guy. Uh, I already mentioned Joe Rogan. Okay. Um, depends on the guest. I don't listen like every, every podcast, but now that he's on Spotify, it's pretty awesome. Um, uh, TLE. I catch them some, um, hot ticket, some, uh, God, there's a couple others. I need, I need to flip through my phone. Somebody else go. Not everybody at once. Well, here's a question for you. I saw that, uh, I saw that, what's it? face joe rogan just got into some trouble for some shit what was all that about i hadn't heard i I literally have no idea oh i don't either all i know is he he was apologizing and and something for something and i just don't know he made some comments about uh the protesters in portland and where he was Mm -hmm. right about one story he was incorrect about another story and he could have i guess he could have researched it a little more but whatever a lot of people gave him shit for it so he just apologized publicly before it became an issue. I mean, but whatever. He's he's one of the most straightforward, like honest dudes. So whoever's giving him shit for it, fuck them. Fuck them. Joe Rogan's great dude. I I have never listened to his podcast. I would be lying if I said I did. I have no idea what he stands for or what his views are. It's just, he's, he's good because I mean, he's so entertaining. Mean, he has scientists on, he'll have comedians on. He, the Mike Tyson one was really good. He had post Malone on there for three hours. That one was pretty good. Um, and just, 
just really, really interesting dude that's had a really interesting life and just knows all these people. And he's he's a really good interviewer, right? right? And, yeah, he's uh, good. And he can get like he, Edward Snowden is now on for the second time, and like what? That's a dude. Yeah, so like that's a dude that doesn't want anybody to know it. And his first interview, I listened to the whole thing, and, and I actually haven't caught up to this new one, but I, um, it's on my schedule. So, oh, dude, yeah, Joe Rogan's great, man. Um, he seriously had Edward Snowden on? Yeah, twice. I actually want to listen to that. I think that'd be fascinating, which actually yeah. brings us into another topic that we were asked about, by the way. But we can get to that after this. <laughs> Oh. Who, um, who else listens to podcast? I, I uh, listen. I, go ahead, bro. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was, I was just, no, I was going to say, I listen to uh, TLE once in a while and not once in a while, but, you know, I'll catch. Like I said, I always, you know, in the car or car, when I get on the treadmill for a little bit. Um, hot ticket, depending on uh, who the guest is. Um, and those guys are hilarious. Uh, but that honestly, man, as far as podcasts go, that's about it. I prefer, like, if I'm gonna not listen to music, I'll listen to uh, uh, sports talk radio because right now there's a lot going on, at least for Chicago sports. So, yeah, it's entertaining. Actually, funny story one of our longtime guys on, on sports radio here, like. I mean, this guy, decades, just got fired for saying about a female sports reporter that her outfit at some event looked like she should have been hosting uh, the Adult Film Awards. (laughs) So, yeah, he just, which is kind of a bummer, because, man, I like listening to that guy. He was awesome. But apparently you can't say that. Oh, there's a lot you can't say, which is why Joe Rogan is so successful with a, a podcast as opposed to, you know, corporate media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know if Cal listens, but I, I got a lot of stuff like, um, of course, TLE, we're all going to say that, but just because they're just great people and I like I love supporting them. They have great mm-hmm. content. Absolutely. Uh, hot ticket guys, of course. Uh, on the cigar side, probably the only other one that I listen to is um, is the guys from Two Guys. Uh, shit, what's the name of that show? Uh, Garofalo Show. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, those I, I love. Um, Joe Rogan, of course. I have like uh, Two Bears, One Cave, which is uh, yeah, that's funny. I've listened to that Tom, one before. Tom Segura. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and. Gary Vaynerchuk um, has a podcast. I don't. I don't listen to all of it, but there's some topics that I really like. Um, there's another comedian called Fitz, uh, um, Greg Fitzsimmons. Uh, uh, so I listen to Fitz Dog Radio. He's just a comedian that I really like. He's kind of a smart ass. I like it. Um, Real as fuck, which is there's a motivational speaker. No, oh, yeah, and, and, and yeah, Andy Purcell. Andy Purcell. Yeah. Love that guy. He stopped doing it, didn't he? No, so it used to be called MFCEO, and now it's yeah. called. No, he just put out a one on Wednesday. Um, no shit, I thought he was yeah. getting out of so, it. Okay. No, no. 
Um, yeah, he was getting out of the MFCEO, so now he just kind of changed the format. Um, and then there's another comedy one called Kill Tony that I watched, which basically it's like they get amateur comedians or people that have never done stand-up before ever in their life, and they give them one minute on stage, and they can do their set for one minute, and then after that they interview them, but essentially the whole part of the interview is just to berate them and, and see if they can handle it and, and just fuck with them and, and see what they're really made of. So, uh, hmm. Sounds like trying to start a cigar brand. It's, it's yeah, pretty, pretty much. similar. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then some other stupid ones, uh, stuff it's called stuff they don't want you to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, tinfoil hat sometimes. Ooh. Uh, conspiracy stuff. Yeah, it's... Uh, oh, and there's a cool one called... Um, Marketing from the Roosevelt Room, which is actually a, a friend of mine It's in the I, that I met through the cigar world, Kyle Willis. Uh, it's kind of show. I've actually been on that show, too. But, um, it's a cool one. But there, there's a bunch. I, I love, like, How the I'm fuck do you have world. time for all this? Yeah. No, it's usually when I'm driving. Usually when I'm driving. Um, get, a, get a fucking job, yeah. Danny. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where are well, you driving when, to? Miami and back? No, especially, no, especially if. If I was driving like for events or traveling from yeah. the airport on the airport on the airplane in the rental car, yeah, uh, to to and from the office, so all the time. Yeah, that's how I actually found out about real or MF CEO or whatever. The rep uh, out west used to listen to that. So what's funny story was like when I had the voyage, I they actually shouted me out on the show. Um, I won I won something on there. And they bought they bought me like whatever book I wanted, and then I sent them a box of cigars and they posted it and they no shit yeah, yeah it was actually pretty cool so it's like they, he helped me a lot when I was building that company or starting that company. Mm-hmm. Cal, you got any? Yeah, so I've got sort of two categories: the cigar stuff and the not cigar stuff. Cigar stuff is actually getting bigger and bigger. Uh, in no order except the order that my phone gives it to me, I listen to the Cigar Sense podcast, the Hot Ticket podcast, the Lounge Experience. Uh, Havana Phil's just started one behind the smoke screens. Cigar Noise Boys, mm-hmm. Sultans of Smoke. I don't know why I listen to that one. I forgot um, Cigar Noise Boys, too. Listen to them. Uh, and <laughs> the other one is Around the World in 80 Cigars that Nick Hammond did. It's pretty fucking cool. Uh, so I, I listen to all those. And then there's the other category of non-cigar stuff is like it's it's mostly history with like a, a dark or in the shadows bent to it. Uh, so a podcast called Lore, one called Cabinet of Curiosities, American Shadows and Unobscured. And that's Ooh. my list. Nice. Yeah. So, are, so which brings us into a question by Mape. What is our favorite conspiracy theories, and do we believe them? Is that kind of when you talk about things that are, I don't remember one of them called like shadows or curiosity of the cabinet or whatever. Are these like podcasts about what is really going on versus what people think is going on? Or uh, no. No, this isn't this isn't Danny level conspiracy stuff. You're gonna have to okay. go to him, and I'm gonna mute myself for most of that part, um, <laughs> just to be honest there. But no, it's it's more about uh, dark shit that people do, like reality, um, hmm. and also 
Uh, a couple of them are about like weird spiritualism stuff that you know takes it from a here's the story they told kind of a perspective, which is you know I don't I don't have a whole lot of belief in that, but I find it fascinating. Now give us an example. Uh, I'll have to think about some of those, but like, okay. so I think one of the ones I was listening to, uh, it was the story about uh, a guy who ran an inn, you know, long, long ago. And it was, it was telling the story from all different people's perspectives, uh, about people who would show up at this inn to stay there and then they'd just never be seen again. And mm-hmm. kind of how they figured out what was going on with all that. He was, he was killing them. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Yeah. Isn't that a movie with, uh... oh, shit, I can't think of his name. <laughs> Psycho? Isn't that, isn't that? Oh, no. That's, it's, yeah, that's similar to that, though, but it's different. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, similar idea. Uh, and then sometimes they just take interesting historical events and they tell them through a, a different way than you've heard them before. So one of them was telling a story about, you know, in in the 1800s, there was this wrestler who was, you know, 300 and I think he was 300 and oh, or 301 might have lost once in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. They talked about his wrestling career and they were like, and that guy was Abraham Lincoln because it was Um, so shit like that. That's pretty cool. I'd heard that before. Wrestling Hall of Fame, Abraham Lincoln. He killed. Thought uh, to be the first guy to choke slam somebody. He killed vampires too. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say he was a vampire slayer. Sure did. <laughs> but let's get to the good stuff. I want to hear. I want to hear all this tinfoil weird shit that Danny believes. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! First of all, believing and interested in listening to are two <laughs> different things. They are so, two different things, but. So I mean, the truth is, they like, both apply to you. If, I mean, do you guys? believe everything you've ever been told by the government or why you know what i'm saying so yeah like, why would they lie to us knows? danny right exactly <laughs> so uh i will i was unfortunately there's not any new stuff really but you know the like the moon landing one was one of my favorites for a long time which is like like man like it's so crazy to have these people you know just going berserk about how it really didn't happen. But then you, they kind of have some evidence that shows that you, humans couldn't really even ever make it there. And then it's like, well, why didn't, you know, if you think if we landed there in 1969, in 2020, you'd think we'd have a, a resort hotel there by now or something, right? Like humans would fuck that shit up and be like, yeah, it's, you could fly to the moon and, and stay at a hotel by now. And he's like, actually, we've never gone back. And you're like, why? I'm like, I don't know, right? So it's just like little things like that, and not that I'd ever, mm. not that I'd ever preach it and say, yeah, we've never been to the moon. But at the same time, it's like I, I can't honestly say with a hundred percent certainty that yeah, we have been there. Like, I, I don't know, I, I've never been there. Just like everybody else, we, we only saw video. So the, obviously, that I would, video was I would lo- thirty years before I was born, or twenty-one years before I was born. I would absolutely love to know what. What those astronauts really see out there, and and I always wonder if they actually have certain missions 
that they don't obviously they don't disclose to the public, but that they're really doing. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, what are they really doing up there? I wonder that all the time. Of course. I mean, it's just like, so, and especially it's like, when you start looking at things and the government told you one thing, but then all of a sudden they were really ready with something else or, you know, there's always been shit like that. So it's just like, you know, and now with the, the government coming out saying, you know, there are UF, there, we have found things that are not of this planet, right? Or, or there are UFO, yeah, they, you know, you're just like declassifying the shit. It's like the government for, you know, they would deem national security would never, there are things that they would never tell us. Rightfully so. Like, I think, I think they're right for not telling us everything because people are stupid. Um, like not telling us uh, that the pandemic was real whatever right so um so are there things that for our own sake we don't know right um there's ones that you know like the the story of story of adam and eve is somewhat true but that it was actually aliens that that changed human or changed like the anunnaki um I forget what they call it. I don't, that doesn't sound familiar to me, but they essentially just changed, you know, monkeys were there and they changed the DNA and they, we evolved until we are now. That's why we're so different than, you know, monkeys. Like, like there's evolution of difference, but Jesus, like we're so different than them. Right. So I don't know, just like that. But I, I, I love watching it all. It's like just a different way of seeing things. But again, nothing that I, nothing that I'm going to bet money on or, I would talk shit to somebody, talk shit to somebody that, no, we did land on the moon. Like, okay, cool. I, I don't know, bro. I wasn't there. But if you believe it, yeah, I, you believe it. I, I don't know what to believe, but I just like knowing there's there's two sides of the story. But again, I, I don't care enough to yeah. <laughs> fight, fight somebody for it. I like any of them, but I don't, I don't necessarily have a favorite. If there's a, there's a show on, uh, I don't know. Amazon, Netflix, Hulu, something, one of those, name it. Mm-hmm. That is all about the co- different conspiracy theories. And I think they're all, yeah, uh, I think they're all fun. Yeah. There's, I mean, you know, like if you, you know, John F. Kennedy dying, right. Getting shot in the head. It's like, if the, there's so many stories as to how that it's impossible that that guy was able to do that. And, and <laughs> you know, like, right. like, the how immediately after he died, you know, we um, the vice president took over, and you know, all his policies changed. You know, because it's like JFK wasn't playing ball, right? So like, no, nah, we we want a war. It makes money. Like, like, you know, fuck this dude, he's out. Right? So it's like, I don't know, nah, it's crazy. Well, there were two things that in in the thing with JFK. First of all, what people don't realize is the mob helped put him in office right okay his whole family right right but also you know the mobs that were in charge of the unions right okay and when he started to introduce stuff that wasn't friendly to the unions you know there was a lot of this guy fucking forget who put him in office yep the other one is he was trying to um change uh you know power over currency which 
there's zero chance the banks are going to let that happen. Because in reality, currency creation should be part of the Treasury's function, not the Federal Reserve, which is not a government entity, right? Um, and so he was in the kind of beginning stages of trying to do that, too. So and I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah, what the hell? That, what are you, landing on the moon? <laughs> but... But yeah, man. So I mean, there were there were different things at play with JFK, but I just assume that pretty much everything that's generally accepted is probably horseshit. I wonder why Kyle muted himself, though. That's the next question. It's like, yeah, I would actually like to know too, Kyle. Like, can Kyle you like I wasn't this? gonna, I wasn't gonna try to talk you into anything. I just... wouldn't wouldn't your statement negate your previous uh, COVID statement? Who, me? Yeah. About what? Uh, what do you mean? Well, you said COVID wasn't a uh, wasn't a uh, made-up deal. No, I was referring to a conversation by a certain... Um, well, you know, when those Bob Woodward tapes came out and, and basically, like, the executive branch knew that this was a serious fucking deal... And tried to downplay it so it wouldn't cause panic. Gotcha. Yeah. So, look, which, with the way people fucking behave, there's a part of me that understands that. But at the same time, it's like, I think we had a right to know. Um, I know I was traveling a lot at that time. Yeah. Um, and so, but, you know, it is what it is, man. Sorry, so Kyle, what, why are you muted? Are you? He's, he's I don't know, man. It just seems it just seems like the line between what people consider healthy healthy skepticism. There is a good thing there, and wildly stupid bullshit that just keeps getting like closer and closer. Do you know what I mean? In in a lot of people's minds, mm-hmm. uh, and and there's a lot of like really dumb shit out there, uh, like. People actually believe the world is flat. Yeah, flat earthers. Like what? What? Hey, There's something wrong with that. Did you watch the documentary yet? I did, where they proved that it was round. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> by doing their experiment. Yeah, that was great. Um, but I, I also think that it's probably true that uh, it, people, like, there's shit that gets covered up. That absolutely happens, obviously, right? We have mm-hmm. documented evidence that that has happened. And I think pushing wildly bullshit conspiracy theories makes makes it sound like there's so much shit that should be conspiracies, right? Like, oh, there's this thing happening, and people are like, oh, that's just a conspiracy theory, when it, it is actual reality, right? So I think mm-hmm. the distortion of truth in our current world is just so infuriating in every way. But it, isn't it so rampant that it's tough to tell what's actually truth and what could be? Uh... That's the problem. <laughs> but see, like, it thing. shouldn't like, be a question. What's actually happening and what's not? <laughs> if, if there's people that live their life by what they see on Facebook, like posts and shit like oh, that. That's like, the fucking worst too. Yeah, you know, you're the you're probably the one that you know you need to get eliminated or do, it's fine. Like I'm glad you believe that so that I know that I don't have to associate with you as a person. Right, like, what's the positive? But me, I just love but it's, to know 
what the fuck's going on? Like, what what are people actually believing? And like, are, so in my head, I'm like, are you fucking crazy? Or you could be like, I can kind of see that. That's interesting, you know. But I don't live, I don't, and it doesn't affect my daily life. No. Right? I'm not like, yeah. And I'm and again, I'm not preaching any of it to anybody. I just, I just like this. It, it's interesting to me. Me and my but, wife actually just had this no, conversation I, I agree. at dinner, and and there mm-hmm. are people that that it consumes their life. Alex Jones consumes their life, <laughs> fucking. But there's a lot of people, not and just like your average people. There's a lot right. of them that that's what they do is everything on social media is is fact and they don't look at anything and it's all a conspiracy and it's this and that and it's like. Golly, dude! Uh, get, that five G, five G conspiracy get, is real. Yeah, <laughs> it all is. It's fascinating to read about. I agree with. You. Oh, absolutely. At the same time, like those people have the same rights and privileges and voting as I we know, do. I know, and that is fucking terrifying. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but there's a lot of them too, and there's getting more. <laughs> Speaking of voting, do you remember when you couldn't really talk about who you were voting? Like nobody would really talk about who they were voting for. Really, it was like mm-hmm. kind of just something you didn't really talk about. And now it's like, fuck you, I'm voting for this guy. Fuck everybody. Like, God damn, what happened in the good old days? You go vote, go home, shut the fuck up. Yeah, it was like one of those taboo topics. Yeah. yeah, I haven't decided who I'm voting for yet. You motherfucker! You. I'm waiting for the <laughs> debates. Waiting for the debates. Probably the in, <laughs> the independent. Who's who is the independent? Is that going to be uh, Ross Perot? I think is the Rock. Reser- yeah, no, Kanye Ross Perot. Yeah. Oh, Kanye. Kanye. Yeah, he he couldn't make it on the ballot in some states, so he had to pull. Pull out. This is the first time he's done that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it always boggles me about um, sorry. Oh yeah. What always what always <laughs> boggles me about people that fight over politics, it's like, do you realize that you are literally going toe-to-toe with somebody, either on the internet, your friends, your family, about people, and I don't care what side of the political spectrum you're on, that don't give a flying fuck about you. <laughs> you're, not, right, you're not defending your best friend's honor to somebody. Right. Like, <laughs> dude, you're literally getting like to blows with somebody over what? Exactly. Because if you think that, I mean, any politician really gives a fuck about you, just remember they took a recess without passing you, like, bill to make sure people don't go fucking hungry. The next time you think one of them gives a shit about you, mm-hmm. just remember it's all about getting elected. It's all about serving the people that pay them money. And it's not you. Not the taxpayers. It's not the taxpayer. They just like to use your money. Well, the taxpayer money ain't shit compared to 
our, our taxpayer money doesn't even cover our debt anymore, like the interest on our debt. But the let's interest, not get into yeah. that. Um, the other thing, uh, and, and so my, I guess my point is, as we enter election season and before our listeners, our friends, our families start fighting with one another and arguing and, and breaking off friendships or, or whatever, just remember, it's not fucking worth it. <laughs> and All right, so that, that actually leads me into a question that I had for you guys, which is... Exactly that topic of, of fighting over one of two yeah. people uh, to represent yourself in this category, uh, and it, it does divide families, divide friendships, mm-hmm. and is a, a total deal breaker for some people. Yeah. So, are back in the day in the '90s, were you a Tupac fan or a Notorious B.I.G. fan? <laughs> back then, I wasn't either. <laughs> I probably didn't even know who they were at the time. <clears throat> I'm from New York, man. B.I.G. forever. I'm on that same team. I'm not from New York, but I was I was bigger <laughs> on B.I.G. He had the skills. Tupac had the message. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, wait. What is the question? Is it about Tupac or Biggie, or is it about... Yeah, which of those two? Both. I mean, honestly. I used to listen to both. I mean, I listen to both, too, but you got to pick yeah. one. Oh, you're, you're voting here, Mo. I would uh, I would have to go Tupac. What is this like? Some like trick thing where like depending on what you answer is your political leaning and level of intelligence and. I mean, level of intelligence, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. Be- yeah, it happens. Beyond that, <laughs> it's just a silly cow question. Yeah, you got to have some of those. It was right. getting a little too, little too real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, look. If we're going to take the time to do this every week and and not to say that we know everything because, God, there's a lot of things even between four of us that have completely all these different experiences that we don't know. But if, like, we could help put things into perspective and ground people and and encourage people to do or be their best and, and be an encouraging, like, uh, an encouraging force in people's lives, I think that's awesome. Like, I don't want to, like, hear about people get, you know, fighting and, and killing each other over fucking politics. I think that's just absolutely stupid. You know? Um, I don't want to see people uh, get into fights because one person believes in a conspiracy theory and another person doesn't. And that's just... There's, like, this... The ability to debate in a in a respectful manner and and not like want to kill each other is gone. I mean it's it's almost impossible. And you have all these keyboard keyboard warriors, right? And thank God I'm not on Facebook. I can't even imagine what that is like right now. It's a fucking zoo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's a fucking yeah. zoo. 
and just walk away, man. I remember one of my, one of my, uh, when I first started out of school, one of my bosses told me, he said, if any, if anybody pisses you off in like, before you write an email, get up and walk away from your computer and come back five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, just walk away. Don't respond. I think more people need to do that. Uh, don't be a pussy. Write that email. <laughs> <laughs> Danny's like, clap back. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you show up to their office. Like, what'd you say, bro? That's where all that driving comes in so he can listen to podcasts. Yep. He's driving to people's offices to throw down. Well, that actually almost did happen. Um, anyway, so what we got? What else we got? Um, all right, so let's go with a cigar topic because I guess we're a cigar podcast. Some days, some days. Um, so one question I have it's it's related to a conversation that we had in text. It's uh, it's what have you guys seen cigar companies do to to stay relevant? while a lot of people aren't going out to, to the brick-and-mortar stores, right? So which companies are standing out and being able to... Like, who are you seeing do things right in this weird shit that we're doing? No, Matt Booth. Patina. Matt Patina. Matt Booth. I mean, if, if anybody is maximized, I think, whatever this fucking is, uh, he's one of them. Um, the big guys what are giving up. What makes you say that? Like, what's what's what are the things that are, are leading you to believe that? Because one thing uh, I also believe is true is that depending on where you're looking, you see right. different things. So I'm just curious. Sure. I mean, just the amount of time that he's spent over the last few months connecting with consumers through various ways. Um, that's kind of what I mean by that. Um, they also did that retailer thing with uh, was a La Polina. Yeah. You know, and then on the other end of the spectrum, you have the big boys that are giving retailers insane deals, right? <laughs> that's that's how they're staying relevant. And I mean, I'm being honest. I mean, that's that's for real. That's not like that's their version of staying relevant, right? Um, I I was talking to uh, one of the guys from another brand who is established, very well established. Um, and he was telling me even, he said the hardest time for a small, like, uh, a boutique brand is now because a lot of retailers are, are really concentrating on, on just stuff that moves itself. Right. With minimal effort. So, but yeah, it comes on us to try to find that way to stay relevant. But I, to answer your question, I think he did a great job. I think Crown Heads has done a nice job. They did that. Uh, what was that? Light something? Or... Yeah, yeah, keep keep the lights on, or I don't yeah, know what it's yeah. called. But yeah, something right. like that. Bulb. Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah, that seemed to. Uh, 
So I don't know. I mean, they've, yeah. they've been releasing cigars like, like crazy too. Right. Yeah. That's a big portfolio now. That is a yep. very big portfolio now. Yeah. Danny, Drew, you guys see anybody doing it right? Uh, Patina. Mm-hmm. I think Mo rattled off entirely. That, that Mo guy is uh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. I get it. Now, yeah, so I'm going to ask you guys this because I asked you in the uh, in the thing. So obviously, the vast majority of the country, starting probably a month from now, uh, is going to be it's going to be more and more difficult to smoke outside. Maybe go to the lounge where you could sit outside. Um, what are your guys' plans as we go into the colder weather? And I guess, unfortunately, none of us really go to lounges right now, so it's maybe we're not the best people to talk about this. But if you guys had to guess, what what do you think most people are going to do? Around here, they're going to lounges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Florida, they're going to lounges. <laughs> For sure. Right. Yeah, but Danny, you guys could sit outside all year round. Pretty much, right? Yeah. So a little bit different. But no, I could see people. I think we're gonna see a small Yeah. What's that? Danny was saying the garages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can see that. I think he's right. Yep. I think we're gonna see a small run on uh gas powered heaters. Those big ones for your porch because people are going to want to be outside anyway not even cigars just everything right now so one of my buddies owns a restaurant uh in downtown chicago um it's pretty well known uh they do i mean just amazing food and so when quarantine first started, getting people, so it's a dine-in, right? The experience is dine-in, right? So I was talking to him today and I said, man, what are, your, what are you guys doing to prepare for, for the fall and winter and, and whatever? He goes, man, I will, he's like, we're actually a lot better off now because people have accepted and even embraced takeout which I thought was interesting well yeah and they're slower so they're not their kitchen isn't as full but maybe they're getting as as much business and they they don't have servers that they gotta pay or whatever no host host that they gotta pay so Yeah, some of my favorite spots keep up curbside pickup forever. I'd be fine with that. That's great. Mm-hmm. I'd love it. Mm-hmm. True that. I just drive up, you load it into my car, and I go home and eat where nobody else is. Whew. Mm-hmm. Winning. That's that. I hope, like, because I use like Uber Eats a lot or DoorDash or whatever. It's like, I hope someone is like, hey, how do we get make this food a little fresher? By the time you get to their house, like somebody needs to work on that. I don't, I'm not the guy, but 
Yeah, man, I ordered from one of those once, and that was the only time it's been curbside since. And for just that reason. From where was that, Kyle? I ordered from, like, using, I don't remember where. It was from, like, DoorDash, like DoorDash or, or Uber Eats or something. So what happens is, like, there that one driver could have two or three deliveries, and you could be the first or you could be the last uh, delivery for that driver. So sometimes you're free just, you can just, okay. I don't know, it's not fresh, right? So, and obviously I have to expect that a little bit, but I think mm-hmm. with them being so busy um, and, and not as many drivers or as not as many drivers as they need, it, sometimes your food's just like cold, right? Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, a lot of stuff doesn't stay hot and ready like a pizza does. Right. Like if you were to nachos. Like nachos, your chips are going to be soggy and shit by the time you get it there. Here's a question for you guys. Are, are pizza, are big chain pizza commercials the biggest, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, okay, so let me, okay. If you guys had to choose the commercials that have the biggest discrepancy between what they say you're going to get versus what you actually get, what would you guys say is the most? Like, do you guys get what I'm getting at? Like, like fast example, food, how it looks awesome, but you yeah. get yeah, all the mess. Yeah. All the burgers look like amazing in commercials. Okay, so, all right, so take that. Who are the biggest offenders? Like, who would you say is like, they are, their actual product when you buy it is the most different than from what they show you. Taco Bell. I think any fast food burger. <laughs> None of them look okay. like uh, like like that. Taco Bell is good because you, you get those little tacos and there's like no meat on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you technically. Even if they put meat on it, it's yeah, not there's really still no meat. <laughs> right. Outside of food, it's like I think Axe body spray is a pretty good one. <laughs> oh yeah, that doesn't happen uh, for you, Cal. <laughs> I mean, I haven't used it, but I don't oh, think so. I had to stop using the stuff. Just, just got crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not good for the old marriage. <laughs> Any of the large beer conglomerates. Mm-hmm. You think so? Lo- yeah, I mean, you're, you're trying to sell me on some cool-ass lifestyle, and you're selling me water. Yeah. <laughs> Just nine, those, 94%. That Michelob Ultra that, that tries to, like, show all those people being fit and, like, exercising and shit. Yeah, yeah, Wisconsin proves that that's not not how it works. Make a love. That is oh, the yeah. that yeah, is yeah. the beer of the fit people. Which one? Make a love. Oh, okay. Do fit people actually drink it? I think so. Interesting. According to the commercials, I think that's the go-to for uh, fit people. I've actually never had one, so I'm not fit. (laughs) 
Danny, you got any besides Taco Bell? It's like all. And if you, you can actually watch videos of them like shooting like total, like spray paint, you know, that actually cooked, and it just makes it look real cool. Those uh, those thanks Thanksgiving Day turkey ads. Yeah. None of it. All of them are about as good as your headphones. Again? Jesus. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what else we got, Cal? Um, related topic. What What's a popular food that you hate? Like like pizza or something? Yeah, anything. Right, could be anything. Something that a lot of people like that you're like, nope. Taco Bell. Taco, any of those? Like any really? kind of taco? Yeah, just like fast food. Taco Bell, Taco Mayo, Taco Tico. I'm sure, there's Sometimes more. Sometimes Taco Bell just hits the spot, like once a year. <laughs> you you need a good colon Literally. cleanse once a year. You really yep. do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, once a year I'll just get a craving for for it and I'll get it. Last time I had it, I was working for Direct TV. Mm-hmm. So we're talking, I don't know, five, six years ago. And uh it was just a bad afternoon. And I uh <laughs> After that, I was like, never again. I'm not doing this. Yeah. Ended up being a very, very shitty day in the attic. I bet. Oof. You know what does that to me? And Kyle, to answer your question, uh, calamari. Ooh, That's yeah. Legit. It's got to be. People go nuts. I like it too. It's got to be good. There's, there's, I don't know. Yeah, sometimes it's chewy. It's like too yeah. chewy. And, it can I be done wrong. It's like sushi too. Hmm. It's got, it's got to be done right. I love sushi. Um, I can even eat. I can even eat grocery store sushi. Same. But Mo, Mo, you were going to tell us a story about yeah. blowing out your colon. No, okay. So <laughs> one, so to an, like, so my answer for the question in once or twice a year, I'll get this massive craving for a Whopper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I don't think there's any burger advertised that's as different when you actually get it than versus what they portray it in as, in as the commercial. For whatever reason, I get these cravings for the Whopper, and I just want one. But for whatever reason, man, Burger King, every time. Yeah? It gets me. Yeah. Interesting. I had a Whopper uh, last Thursday. How was it? Delicious. I know. (laughs) I know. But the same thing. I haven't had one. I haven't had Burger King in, I don't know, six months, a year. Just had to go for the Whopper. I like their fries, though. 
Yeah. We've discussed when that they, When they actually make them right. Yeah, yeah. They've got good fries. It is a flat little old sandwich when you get it, though. I feel like they used to be better. They probably did. I can. I could be making that up. Is, though. is really that one of those no things though that like you saw a movie as a kid and you were like that was amazing and then you see it as an adult and you're like eh, it wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Could be because like I thought the Big Mac was a big burger too, and then I was like, oh yeah, it's I not. like four of these. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah, it's not a a big burger at all. Danny, what do you hate? It's funny, I've been sitting here trying to think. I, um, there's not a lot that I hate. That's that, bullshit. That, like, that, that a lot of people really like. I don't know. You know what I don't like is like spaghetti and meatballs. Like I just, I just don't like it. I don't know. I, that's good. And I know that's like, that's a culture. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's a whole like, yeah, spaghetti and meatballs. I'm like, yeah, never. Fettuccine Alfredo, whatever. Listen to that, but spaghetti and meatballs like, I'm good, but nothing crazy. Um, I was sitting here trying to think, but um, I got nothing as usual. <laughs> you have to say, <laughs> I like Mo's answer. Yeah, Mo's answer. I don't really drink coffee, I don't know if that's a thing. And yeah, I, I say I hate that's it. weird. <laughs> How, how are you doing on the Red Bull? Oh, yeah. How's that going? Yeah, man. Next question. So not good. No, I mean, I'm, okay. I'm not doing as good as you guys. But for me, two a day max. It's one day, so. That's way better. Damn. Well, well, how many were you at? Probably four or five. Holy shit. Fuck, bro. Oh. But I do got one of my friends now drinking, and now he's hooked to the caffeine, so he's doing like two a day, which is great. <laughs> now, when you say two, is it the little ones or the big ones? Because there's two sizes, right, for Red Bull? There's like three or four there's, sizes. No, there's are like there that four many? or five sizes. Oh, damn. Yeah, there's, okay. there's even one with a lid. Um, yeah, yeah the, little <laughs> eight, the little 8.4 ounce. That's still That's a lot. That's not that crazy. No, um, especially for me. And, and I go as long as I can without it. So... I start feeling like I'm a little out of it or I'm, I start getting that little caffeine withdrawal headache um, then I'll take it but before it was like one with breakfast one just after breakfast one after lunch one because I'm tired from eating lunch like at four, three, three o'clock in the afternoon I would do that but I can't, I can't afford it <laughs> 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 that's like 80 bucks a week in Red Bull. That's you know that's a damn lot. Yeah, but well <laughs> here's here's the thing. One you you go next level, right? So now you're buying it at Costco. Oh, I know. I've I bought it there before. So 24 pack, you know, could last you 12 days at two a day. It's almost two weeks. So it's a let's say 70, 80 a month. <laughs> in Red Bull. <laughs> Fucking 
But there are people, I mean, that slam three, four cans of, you know, pop a day. Coke. Yeah. yeah, Coke. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. At least I, at least I have no sugar. Oh yeah, you're even drinking the shitty Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is the best. Red that Bull. sounds terrible. No. I know. Monster used to have, or maybe still does. I have no idea. But uh, they used to have a bunch of different flavors and some sugar-free formats that used to pair pretty well with cigars sometimes. I don't know if they still are around. Uh, is Monster drink energy drink still around? Oh, yeah. Still Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. Okay. That's my drink of choice. What flavor? The white one. Oh, yeah. Know, whatever it's called. Imagine that. Battery acid number four. I, don't know. I like it. Imagine that. Cal likes the white one. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, they. Uh, I, man, dude, I haven't. I used to love that stuff. Drew knows. I used to drink Red Bull with cigars all the Hell time. Yeah. It's a fantastic combination. I just, I just don't care. I drink it. I'll have one of yeah, the. I mean, uh, What's the next? The twelve ounce is that right? Yeah, the twelve. Mm-hmm. Is like the next up from the eight five or whatever it is. Eight four, yeah. Mm-hmm. Eight four. I, I'll have so, like you know. Mo- <laughs> I don't. I clearly don't do that. Um, I'll do one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, like one a week. Yeah. And you know, Mo. Okay, Mo doesn't drink Red Bull anymore, but he still eats Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Right? So, uh, I don't do that either. I don't know what's worse. Bro, it's once a year. Mm-hmm. Literally. Now, look at, since I haven't been traveling and been trying to diet and get rid of this quarantine weight, I really, <laughs> I haven't eaten anything. Now, I mean, like that for almost two months now, which for me is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I got two more weeks of this shit, and then it's game on. Popeye's. Portillo's. <laughs> Gain it all back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then some. Well, yeah. you know, Cal's always talking about Culver's, and there's one right here by my house. Oh, and dude, you have to. It's just, it, the timing hasn't been right. Like, I'm like, ah, oh, I gotta try it. And then, <laughs> like, one, like, one time I saw it, and the line was, like, really long. I'm like, fuck that. So The line's always um, long. What's but, Culver's? Yeah. It's I'm Burgers. Bad. Oh. It's like steak burgers, like they yeah. Oh, that sounds good. It's, really no, it's, good. it's it's butter burgers. They butter the mm, buns up. That's certain. <laughs> butter my good. buns. They got custard, and it's all it's all fantastic. Yeah, Kyle, are they still doing those pretzel bites? Because for a point in time, they were doing these pretzel bites that were out of this world. Yeah, I'm not sure. Those were oh. good though. I don't oh, know. fuck. Danny's gonna eat it and be like. Fuck is wrong with cow? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. I know you live in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah we're, bro, we're, it, like, it's fattening. I love it. Sorry. Te- people <laughs> in Texas think Whataburger is like the best thing since sliced bread. I never. I mean, it's it's okay. They also I used to Texas get it when I lived in Oklahoma. <laughs> what do you think's the best? Well, I'm just talking shit. I'm really good, but... I actually, I actually. Love Texas barbecue. I think Texas barbecue is fantastic. Yeah. Damn, I'm hungry. 
What was for dinner? That's that. So I'm not eating bread. Yeah, hanging up. We're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So hot dogs, mac and cheese. Cow, what else we got? Mac and cheese. That sounds amazing. We had a question. When is the next combined podcast of the Sultans of Smoke, the Lounge Experience, and the Hot Ticket Podcast? We're working on it. (laughs) Yep, that's about it. So, Danny, you said that people are asking you, are are you being serious or are you just... No, yeah, for sure. Like, oh, dude, that's really cool. When when are you guys going to do it again? Um, You know, like every every once in a while, somebody will just pop up and randomly ask. Which will remind me to text the group. Mm-hmm. Nice. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So then, then I have a personal question. Uh, I've started more and more over time settling into the same sort of small number of cigar brands that I've been smoking, and I'm doing less branching out and trying new things. So I used to try new things pretty much every cigar. Am I getting old? Mm-hmm. Yes, you are. Fuck. That has nothing to do with the cigar thing. Yeah. <laughs> Is that just? Have you guys gone through that too? I've, I go through that as a cycle. That's actually going to be the question: Is do you cycle through that kind of thing where you try new stuff and then go back to the standbys and try new stuff, or how, do, how does that work for you? I think we've talked about this before, but it's been like a year. I, I, I mean, I I think that's so. Like, if you're talking about one of the hardest or biggest obstacles that I face is that, right? Is trying to break into that rotation that somebody settles on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. if, I mean, even myself, if I'm not smoking patina, I'm down to like three or four other brands, right? Whereas before, and I'll still try a bunch of new stuff, um, but not, not nearly as adventurous as I once was. And man, I don't want to, I don't want to like sit here and sound like a, like an asshole, but I, I just feel like to it so <laughs> much of what has been put out a lot of times has become just like a cigar that fits a marketing campaign. You know, so much stuff just tastes like each other. And I'm not like, so I guess I stick to the brands that I know put out a unique experience that take the cigars they put out very seriously. You know? Yeah. If that makes sense. So. But, yeah. So yes, Kyle, I'm with you. I mean, my my rotation is pretty pretty set, and nothing is really broken in to the rotation that's different. I have had one fall out, um, but nothing really replaced it so much. Why did it fall out? I don't need to know what it was. Uh, no, I'll talk, I'll say it because it's not like a, a smaller brand or anything. Uh, Davidoff. Um, oh yeah, mine too. I I didn't feel <laughs> like. They were telling what you I was the truth for the cigars was <laughs> equivalent to what I was getting back. I mean, those are not cheap cigars. 
and uh, yeah, just it did it for me. The return was unexpected. <laughs> Same umbrella, different raindrop. <laughs> but yeah, so. Yeah, I haven't bought any more, but I will smoke what I have. Now, the exception to that is the uh, the uh, late hour Winston Churchill. That that's a damn good cigar. That's a really good cigar. Nice, Drew, Danny. What are we talking about? Uh. <laughs> Classic. Uh, do you find yourself doing more branching out and trying things for cigars or more going back to the same old brands right now? And do you fluctuate? Um, no, I think lately I've stuck with... Uh, the same old stuff, but that's just because I've got it around here. I've been trying to rotate out that humidor and just smoke the old stuff. Get it gone. Yes, sir. But I also haven't been into a shop for ever this year at all, probably. So nobody's recommending something new for you? No. Definitely not. Other than you guys. And I've ordered some stuff online. Nothing new's really come out, though, in the last, call it, three months. Beyond Patina no, Maduro, no. and I bought that. There's been stuff. Fair enough. Danny? Uh, I'm not smoking as much Roma as I was. Really? Why is that? Now it's not free anymore. Now it's free. No, I've been trying to spread it. I've just been trying to spread out also. I mean, I, I would smoke so much of it that I that I would just not smoke other stuff. I was just like, nah, you know, whatever. So there's just some stuff that I've kind of been digging into here. Um, uh, I forget like how how much I like some of the Espinosa stuff. Um, some of the uh, other Fuentes I found. I was smoking a, a Caldwell tonight that I that I used to kind of like and smoke every once in a while, and I, I had done it in a, in a, in a long time. So um, you know, just stuff like that. So, but um, I, I, I wonder. Falling off, anything's falling off. I wonder how closely people are watching what you post is like an indication of what you might do after, uh, you know, post Roma. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much. I mean, like if I post, I was posting point today, people are, you know, I got a few messages here and there, but as I keep just doing something different, the it, it is either stopped or slowed down because everybody there, right, I'm just gonna stop asking. But yeah, I, I mean, I get asked you know, once a day, every other day, 
you know, like, dude, what are you? I'm like, uh, like, like, yeah, bro. I if I'm doing something and I haven't said anything, you're definitely the person that I'm just gonna blab it all out to. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But I love the love. I love the interest. You know, it could be, like I said, the other way around. Whenever you really give a fuck. So, but yeah, a lot of people thought I was doing some cryptic stuff. Um, just like, dude, just ah, you're smoking, man. I think the the hardest part is people just can't accept the fact that I I left Roma without a, an idea or a plan. Like they just don't get it. So what's the that. what's the coolest wrong thing somebody has said? Like the weirdest shit somebody has said. Oh, Danny's the, probably doing right now. The best is Casey from Crux. Um, tried to start a rumor, and on purpose, of course. But people like looked at that like for real, uh, that I purchased um, Smoker Friendly. So that's, that's great. If, if anybody doesn't know what a Smoker Friendly is, they are a 170 chain store or <laughs> account. like, And then they have 700 other franchises out there that they make money off of. And they're the owners of the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. Um and they have they own cigarette brands. I mean, they're <laughs> massive. Uh, and, like and people thought it was real. Well, they were just like, I mean, I look. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that they didn't think I actually bought the whole thing, but that maybe I was running it or I got a, a, uh, like a, I bought some. I bought into it. You know, I, I bought some interest in it. Right. I'm like, like, okay, relax. Uh, um, and you know, some of it it's because it's it's actually like 20 minutes from my house, um, and then just to kind of fuel the fire, I actually went there on Friday um, and hung out with Danny, um, that's the buyer for them, and and then posted a picture with the smoker friendly sign, uh, just to be stupid. So, um, but yeah, people thought I was going to Davidoff because it's it's you know 30 40 minutes away or Fuente because they're 30 40 minutes away. Um, I'm assuming those guys have like, uh, you know, a stacks of people trying to get jobs there. Right? So I'm just little old me. None of them are the Danny. Mm. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. But uh, yeah. Somebody asked if, if, if Mo and I were, were going in together. I'm like, yeah, but not in cigars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, oh, you're going to be repping Patina now? I'm like, yes. yes. So, uh, that'd be great. That would be great. I, I've always been repping Patina, but technically. I would, uh, no. He just wants his commission too. now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, one day when I can pay myself, I'll pay Danny. But, um, the, uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but New York uh, is on the verge of passing a 75% tax rate on cigars. With no cap? That'll be 75%. Jesus. That is not good. Well, Did they have any particular... Of... Go ahead. 
it's not it's not good for the state of New York but for the tax because people would just buy them online somewhere else yeah mm-hmm. so it, it's not gonna it's not gonna do anything but hurt lounges right what's the, the stated purpose I don't know I I just remember my last trip there at the beginning of the year I think I was out there in February March and uh the retailers were, you know, I mean, I get every excuse in the book not to carry patina. So it's like, I just always wonder if they're just saying that because whatever, but no, it's, it's real. Uh, yeah. It's, I think it is, it is part of the budget. Um, but I think that people are trying to figure out how they can get out of it, but yeah, not good, man. Uh, What else we got, Cal? That's all I had. Oh, shit. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I, thought, I thought you said something. Well. <laughs> well. There you go. There you have There it. it is. What everybody's been waiting for since they started. <laughs> the end. All right, guys. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Next week, guys. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Later. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Direct message us. um, Email the Sons of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks.